And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. That's right. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I produce the show for Brandon. I've been with him for a couple of years. The Consumer Quarterback Show has been around for about seven years. Brandon Rhymes started this. You know, he's a real estate professional here in the Bay Area. He had a great network of people he was working with. Every day in a real estate business, he was coming into contact with roofers, plumbers, air-conditioned folks. He might need a mover, a cleaner, whatever it is. He developed this great network of people, these professionals in the Bay Area. And he thought, man, what great knowledge I'm learning from all these folks. If I could bring their, th- this network out to the Bay and let all the people in the Bay Area get some benefits or, or learn this kind of thing, it would really make their dollar go farther in the marketplace. So Brandon became the consumer advocate for Tampa Bay. You know, the consumer advocacy policy on the show is not just about creating great partnerships. And we do have lots of partnerships in areas, law, medicine, science, technology, uh, you know, as it relates to the home services. Again, Brandon is a real estate professional. All those folks, and in addition to them, great sponsorship. So with sponsors and partners together, we form this consumer quarterback show. We bring it to you every day. If you're listening to us on uh, drive time, 4 p.m., we certainly are thankful for that. But we want to encourage you to check out our video side. You know, the show streams live to YouTube and Periscope and Facebook. It can be found for any smart TV owner who can search binge TV networks on their smart TV. So there's a lot of places we put the show. We have a radio show again on Sunday. We do a 102.5 FM, the best of. So really, Brandon has gone out of his way to put this out there and make it available to you because we think there's great value for you in the show. So I mentioned our partners. I'm going to introduce you to some of our great partners today. And before I do that, I've got a sponsor for you, Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. Jade's has just come on board as one of our best sponsors. You know, if you're looking for a professional cleaning company that holds COVID-19 certification, one that uses eco-friendly products, and again, we talk a lot on this show about the local economy. Uh, local business, keeping your money here in the Bay Area. Well, Jade is local. She's family-owned, and their kids and her do a great job cleaning all your properties. They are the official cleaning company of the Consumer Quarterback Show and of the Platinum MVP real estate team. Speaking of the Platinum MVP team, Brandon has properties, even in this time of low inventory, for you to check out. If you are interested in any of the properties you hear pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show, get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. He's got commercial and residential opportunities. Johnny, our TV producer, is going to throw a few up on the screen for you. We're going to look at a few properties now. Here's one in Riverview. If you want to get into the River view area. Here's a 6-5 with a three-car garage. Beautiful property. 13204 Fawn Lily Drive in Riverview. Again, it's a 6-5 right on the water. He's got a covered and screen lanai. Great opportunity for you if you're looking for a residential opportunity in the Riverview area. Don't leave money on the table. Like Brandon says, Newport Ritchie. If you want to get in the Newport Ritchie area, 5727 Biscayne Court. This is a condo. It's a 2-2 with a screen balcony, new appliances, community pool. He has its own marina and a covered parking for you. So if you want a condo opportunity in the Newport Ritchie area, 5727 Biscayne Court, get in touch with Brandon and all the folks at the Platinum MVP team. Don't leave money on the table. Again, commercial, residential, even got land for you. So don't don't uh, let anyone else do your real estate. Brandon is the economist of choice, the realtor of choice here in the Bay Area. Okay, we talked a lot about our sponsors. Now I got a great partner for you. Richard Alexander from Alexander Law comes in our show all the time. He's got great information for us. He's one of these lawyers that had to go to court. I don't know if you heard him last week. He was on. We had to get him out of here because he had a court appointment. How did that go, Richard? Oh, I went fine. I made it in plenty of time. Okay, you know? great. I hate to think we were holding you up. Now, I'm learning a lot about uh, lawsuits and, and legal things as a result of this year's election and all the crazy lawsuits and everything that came out of it. Anything you saw that was unusual or new or different that you thought in the process here? Uh, one thing I find fascinating is I get on social media and uh, I, I'm not, I don't put my p- opinions on social media. Okay. I pretty much what I do is uh, I'll always do something um, 
you know, something uh, uplifting or positive, things right. like that. That's Absolutely. what I post. Or local, uh, you know, something happened in Florida, something local as far as legal is concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm fascinated, absolutely fascinated about how true and passionate people are about whatever political side they're oh, yeah. on. And I, I always want to say something as an attorney saying that's not the way it works. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, man, I feel for some people out there. I really do. I, I think they just think something is going to happen that mm-hmm. the law doesn't provide. You know, I think there's great solace and comfort in knowing that we have a legal system that you can trust. Okay, everyone wants to think that, hey, out there, if I get in an issue, I, I can trust the system that we're in. So it's critical that you have a mindset of, hey, I'm going to work within the process. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I can to do inside the lines and stay and let the law work itself out. I think that's something that everyone needs to, you know, take a breath and let this process play itself all the way through. You know, that's, that's an excellent point. And I'm always fascinated by people that think, you know, they, they know the Hollywood version or they read something. Um, they, everybody thinks they know what hearsay is, and, and, mm-hmm. and it's not what people normally think it is. There's so many different versions of hearsay, and there's so many exceptions to hearsay. But, you know, I, I mean, I really feel for people that, um, you know, they're, they're going to get really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, and I have a fervent, passionate belief in the legal system. Uh, like you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that if you want to get something resolved, go to the courts, and nine out of ten times, they'll get it right. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I haven't won every jury trial, but I, I went back to the office thinking, you know what, I, I think the jury made the right decision. I think the more time you spend around folks in in, in law and in the judicial system, you realize that these folks are dedicated. You know, this is not mm. a profession that you just jump into willy-nilly or think, I'm going to try this for a little while and see if I like it, or that you might have underlying motives uh, that are not uh, positive or good you get weeded out. You can't get through all the layers of, of the, the process of becoming an attorney, a respected attorney, by throwing mud at the wall. You've got to have legit cases and you've got to do your work. There's no way around it. No, I, that's that's 100% accurate. I, I feel that way about a lot of judges. Uh, you know, I go up in front of, I don't know how many different judges on a given day, in a given week, maybe 12 to 15 in a oh. given week. But, you know, I say the same thing all the time. I, I said, man, this judge cares. Right. He really does. Or she really does. And, I just I find some comfort in that, that not just for me, but for my clients. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's um, it's good to know the judge. I love the idea that uh, you can see someone's track record. You know, they have a record of service or they have a, a record of opinions. You get an idea for who this person is based on what they've done. Not so much their social media accounts or propaganda, the kind of things that people say, but an actual voting record or a record of cases that you can look at this guy and say, hey, he's been involved in this kind of stuff his whole life or he's done. The, he's got an extensive background. He understands this thing inside out. Well, yeah, and a, and a lot of that goes to how someone becomes a judge, obviously. You know, as a matter of fact, I think the youngest federal judge was just appointed to the Tampa, the, uh, the Middle District. Okay. She's 33 years old, and she's wow. now a federal judge, which means she's a judge for life. Did she have to have a certain number of cases under her belt, Richard? Uh, evidently not. <laughs> Who made that appointment? Well, it's a federal judgeship, so that would be the president. Wow. So what, any, anything about her qualifications or background seem unusual to you? Or is that – that's that's pretty fast-tracked, huh, 33? Uh, that's unheard of, especially at the federal level, because that's an appointment for life. Wow. So, yeah, she, she'll be a federal judge until she doesn't want to. Anything – like I said, anything in her background make her stellar or stand out? Did she have any case law or had developed any case well, law? Well, um, I think that was the, the big eyebrow raise is that she doesn't have an extensive history hmm. as far as both in the criminal the civil level. And I mean, at 33 years old, I, yeah. I still didn't know what I was doing when I was out of law school. Could you imagine you, you've just been appointed possibly 50 years of your life still uh, to go? That, that's an accurate, accurate statement. Yep. 
Holy cow. That's so that's, right. that's something you really need to consider, I suppose, in these federal appointments is that anytime you're putting somebody in a position for life, boy, that, that's, a, that's a heavy responsibility. Yeah. And the reason they did that, obviously, is to keep them apolitical. You know, if you were appointed for life at the federal bench, again, this is not at the state level, but at the federal level, the reason it is a lifetime appointment is so that you can make decisions that have nothing to do with politics Mm. and you don't have to worry about the next election. I see. You know, so, you know, there, there is a rhyme or reason to why, you know, why federal judges are lifetime appointments. Makes perfect sense. Is that something that you think all attorneys aspire to or is there some danger that I don't see in, in taking that position? It's a lot of work, man. It yeah. really is. I mean, I think a county judge is uh, probably the if, if I would take any if I could be mm-hmm. a, a judge, it would be at the county level because their jurisdiction is very different. I mean, they have traffic citations, local ordinance violations. Um, you know, civil cases. Small You're saying claims. you'd enjoy the variety, or you want to keep it at home in your community? It's a great jurisdiction to have. You know, it's it's not. You know, you're not going to really do some. Uh, you're not going to do significant cases if you're a county judge. Circuit judge is completely different. You know, okay. they have they do all felonies. They do uh, family law cases, real estate cases. Um, you know, uh, wrongful death cases. Really serious stuff. So the jurisdiction of a county judge, yeah, I, I could go for that. Hmm. Yeah. And how many judges does the county, say Hillsborough County? You say, oh, goodness. Both at the criminal and the civil level, uh, we, we have a lot. I mean, Hillsborough County is so big, it's its own circuit. It's the 13th. So it's based on our population size, density? What the is it? number of cases. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hillsborough is just, it's just massive. So in terms of the amount of case law brought in Hillsborough County, in the state of Florida, we're near the top. Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely. And that's just population-wise, but just the number of cases. For instance, Pasco and Pinellas are one circuit. Okay. So it's the equivalent of one Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. You know, Pasco and Pinellas is a sixth circuit. How do they break up South Florida? I'm curious. Dade, Broward, Palm Beach? Uh, yeah, it would be Monroe County, which is Key West, right. you know, and Bra- uh, Broward, uh, Dade, Miami-Dade. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's big counties down there. So uh, this census data that we're trying to glean this year— mm. Uh, when would that, we see if impacts or effects? Would you have any idea how, the, how long it takes to, to take that information and actually turn it into different districts or changes in our uh, mapping? Well, a lot of it has to do with Tallahassee, and Tallahassee is pretty much Republican-controlled right now. So, you know, they get a chance to dictate as to how the districts are drawn up. You know, the, the other issue, of, of course, you know, the census is done every 10 years. Right. And uh, we actually had an increase from, 20, from 2000 to two, 2010 which is why we got two more electoral college votes. Mm-hmm. We were at 27, now we have 29. So, yeah, I, I suspect they're in the process of literally, you know, coming up with a number right. as to how many Florida has now. I think that's a curious process. I thought I read that the state of California has the same amount of electors as the Dakotas, and the population is different by 40 million people. Well, f- California has 55 electoral college votes. Okay. No, oh, no I'm sorry. It was the Senate seats. Oh, well, by the Constitution, every state has two senators. Right. So they were just saying it's unusual that we don't weight the population of each state, you know, in that, in that regard. We have the same amount of senators from a, a state with very small population as we would with a gigantic state like California. Well, this is why I, I love talking about the Constitution, because the founders thought about this. You know, they said every state gets two senators and every state gets at least one, one uh, ho- U.S. House member. Mm-hmm. So no state can have less than three electoral college votes. Gotcha. You know, and they thought about this. I mean, it's amazing. You know, it's just that they actually, you know, they, they knew that, you know, they, they wanted to build a, an empire, for lack of a better word, that would last millennia. Right. 
And, you know, we're into, what, year 240-something? So yeah, The experiment continues. <laughs> the experiment continues, man. I always call the United States the greatest experiment ever ever designed by man. That's right. It takes everyone's participation. I was going to get your input on this. I had a crazy idea whereby you must participate in a certain amount of time in a 10-year period or you are no longer eligible to vote in our state, in our country. Wow. Well, the problem with that is the Constitution would have to be amended. Because mm-hmm. the Constitution guarantees the right to vote. I was going to think of it as total, total participation in, uh, in government in some form to allow yourself to get included into Social Security benefits. You know, if you want to opt into all the social programs that the government provides, mm. you need to participate in the process. So I was trying to think of a way to encourage participation among those folks who do not vote or participate at all. Well, you know, that's interesting. You mean to tie, tie it back to voting? Yeah, trying to, because I want to bring out more of the electorate. I want to see more folks take an active role in their own governance. What I would like to see is uh, the, the, the day of elections, especially national elections, make it uh, you know a national holiday, hmm. so yeah, nobody has sense. to go to work that day. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I like to see is cut down on this, you know, where you open up the voting booths weeks prior to the actual voting day. Do you think? I thought that was now again because I'm so uneducated on the subject. I thought perhaps COVID had impacted the ability to open that timeline up a little bit because we were impacted by distancing. That's not the case. Well, Florida has been doing this for quite some time, okay. where we open up the voting booths. And in Florida, you can actually vote out of your precinct, right? You know, in the beginning, before, right? And you can actually, you know, um, and you can uh, make a go vote at any precinct up until I believe maybe a day before election it day. Is. About or, the- yeah. Right. So, you know, though I like that idea, but I don't want, you know, the national election spread out over a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insane. You haven't even had the debates yet. Okay. So yeah. people are, you Quite know, true. making snap judgments or they, their mind is fixed. But how about this, Richard? What about a date in time whereby all states must certify so that we have a we can say election day is this day. That's the day we'll know who the next person is that wins that office. See, the problem is who's going to make that call? You can't make it a federal law because states are entitled to make their own right. laws when it comes to state elections. Even though it's a federal officer we're electing, mm-hmm. uh, it's still the state election laws, and states get to decide when they certify or not. I thought the disparity in process would start to throw some people, uh, make them feel unusual. Perhaps we need to not nationalize or federalize, but at least come to some conclusions about dates and the process. You know, it's a great idea that the problem is that the Constitution does talk about heavily relying on the state legislation to make those decisions when it comes to state election laws. Hmm. Uh, okay. And it's mentioned in the Constitution that the states are going to be given great deference and power as to how they run their own state elections. Again, right. at the end of the day, I know it's a federal officer, but you're still electing state electors right. to cast their votes for the popular vote in that state. And then there was some discrepancy about uh, how does the again I'm confused again. Michigan has four people that certify their election. Uh, I read about that. Yeah, two currently it's two Republicans and two Democrats. Right. Mm-hmm. So is that typical? Is that is that are those folks elected? Uh, they're not elected. They're, they're part of the canvassing board, is okay. my understanding. So they would be elected, yeah, at the state legislature. And so, not, sort of like the same thing with the electors. You know, they're they're elected by the state legislators or the or the parties of each of each uh, party. And while we all feel like they're going to cast their votes for the popular winner in their state, there's no law that says they have to. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called, uh, I think, uh, fatherless electors, where they don't actually go along and abide by their oath. Right. But I, I think that's pretty much done away with. No, done away with by law or done away with by uh, popular? No, by, by court ruling. By okay. court, by, it would be a, um, a U.S. Supreme Court order okay. or holding or ruling. 
but it's not an actual law. Well, I appreciate you. Again, straighten us all out. Uh, Richard Alexander is here. Trust Alexander Law. Always giving me great advice. Kind of a civics class for me every couple of weeks when he comes in. I want you to stay, board, stay on board. He's coming back right after the break with more great stuff for you. Again, the Consumer Quarterback Show is all about you guys. We're trying to get some information out there that makes you stronger in the marketplace. Gives you a little something that you can talk about today. I got a great feel-good story because Brandon wants to inject some positivity into your day no matter what. I don't know if you saw this. This is a Florida guy right here in our backyard. His dog got attacked by an alligator. He wasn't having it. I got, a, I got a story and video all about it. You're going to want to see that. Don't go anywhere. Come on back. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. This is Work Done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call for all your real estate needs. He owns the Platinum MVP team. And in addition to uh, finding great properties for you, even in this time of low inventory, he's built the Consumer Quarterback Show just for you. Found a bunch of sponsors for us. Discovery Golf Cars is sponsoring this segment. You know, Discovery Golf Cars is not just for uh, golfers anymore. They're for business, recreation. Everyone's getting a golf card. Uh, they have lots of makes and models over there at Discovery. Easy Go, Star EV, Cushman. They sell them new and pre-owned. They offer financing. You can rent them if you don't want to buy them. And they even have uh, mobile repair. They'll come right out and fix your unit if you have any issues. So check them out. They have Tampa and Clearwater locations or online at discoverygolfcars.com. Okay, Brandon, as I mentioned, is a real estate professional. He's got some properties for you, even in this time of low inventory. Johnny's going to throw a few up on the screen. Any of the properties you hear pitched on the show, you can get in touch with Brandon about. Here's one in Seminole, 213 Dogwood Circle. This is a two-bedroom, two-bath uh, condo, 1,280 square foot. He's got exceptional water views just minutes from the beach. It's in a little bit of an older community. Pool and shuffleboard area are available. 213 Dogwood Circle if you're looking to get a condo in the Seminole area. Again, don't leave money on the table. Get in touch with Brandon. Here's one in Hudson. Oh, this is a chance to build your own home. Wow, this is a really cool lot right on the on a canal with the gulf right on the other side. So you got water on both sides. 5832 Beverly Drive in Hudson. Build your own dream home. 
Man, that is sharp. Really great opportunity for you to build a beautiful home there in Hudson. So if you want to get into Hudson, give Brandon a call. The Platinum MVP team has opportunities, both commercial and residential, for you. Before the break, Richard was explaining to me how things work in terms of the electors and all the things I've learned about the election and the post-election process. Uh, Richard, we were kind of talking a little bit about uh, the laws designed to, to allow the states some great sovereignty in terms of determining their, how they're going to do things. Uh, can you recall a time where a state's process, other than our state in Florida, what was it, 2004, 2008, where we had an issue with the hanging chads? That was, talk- the, that was the election of 2000, Bush versus okay. Gore. Yeah. So there has, it has come up a little bit, but usually the process is kind of invisible to me. I don't recall hearing every, about how every state does this. It's just when there's an issue that comes to the forefront. Correct. Can you think of something else that's happened in the past that, that's, that's kind of shaped our election law? That shaped the election law. Uh, actually, you mentioned the, probably the perfect one yeah. because it was national. It was for the, the president of the mm-hmm. United States. And everybody was hanging on the state of Florida for, what, 37 days? Now, there was, was, a, a, there was a, a lawsuit brought. Is that correct? In that uh, case? It went all the way to the United States Supreme Court. Okay, so the U.S. Supreme Court had to make a decision on that. But it's funny. See, this is interesting, and I'm so glad you brought this up. What the U.S. Supreme Court had to decide was – you know, the the uh, the state election laws in the state of Florida. OK. And that's how they and to, that's how they ultimately ruled, because what they said was, listen, we can't decide how people voted on the day of election. You know, that that's just not something that we do. Mm-hmm. What we what we can do is say, what did the state say? What was the, the official count on the day that they're supposed to certify the votes? Because the secretary of state, I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> she was. I mean, she was torn apart in the media. Yeah, I just remember it got and it was very a female, contentious. I remember it was a female Secretary of State, but I can't think of her name. But she was torn apart in the media because she said, listen, I'm bound by state law. I have to certify the votes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. I think at that time it was December 10th when Florida had to certify the votes. And she said, as of right now, the vote count has Bush in the lead. Right. I'm certifying it for George Bush. And everybody thought the U.S. Supreme Court gave the election to George Bush, and it wasn't that at all. Simply ruled that the state of Florida has the right to govern their own election process. Exactly. And you mentioned the word of words when it comes to how states and the federal government interact with one another, and that is sovereignty. Right. And that's exactly what it came down to. And in the end, I think we're all grateful that our state has the independence to deal with our unique electorate because each state is different. As we've learned, boy, this election has really showed us that each state has a kind of a different political view. Yeah, and, you know, let's give it up to Florida and the governor because, you know, Florida literally had the election results by the end of the night. Right. And that's just a testament as to literally it's been a complete 180 for the state of Florida. Now with a model. There you go. Well, we used to be the laughing stock, you know. So, yeah. yeah, it's been pretty impressive. I agree with that. So we're all learning a lot through this whole process. Richard, we got about two minutes left in this segment. Is there anything that we want to cover that I haven't brought up? Or most of I want to get folks in touch with you. What's the best way to get to Alexander Law? Uh, again, I'm, I'm just about as public uh, record as it gets, man. I'm, I'm all over the place on social media. But, you know, 813-850-4247. That's my cell phone. It's the easiest way to get in touch with me. And Richard's still going to court. Oh, how is the court yep. system in, in our county, in our city, Tampa Bay area doing here? We, we mentioned Speedy before, how it was hard to get back to Speedy. Well, Speedy trial has been told by the Florida Supreme Court. So no one can say my Speedy trial rights, rights have been violated because the Florida Supreme Court says, yeah, not so fast. Okay. You know? <laughs> because no one can demand Speedy with COVID. Right. So it's, it's, it's a problem, but there's also a remedy for that. So we haven't seen any new uh, legislation as it relates to COVID. We're all kind of fearing a second wave. We don't know exactly where it's going. But for right now, the court's still functioning the way it has been for the last six or seven months. And I anticipate it's going to be that way probably until um, maybe March or April. 
Okay, have you had any wise guys try to do anything on Zoom to in a, in a trial where they would pull a trick or try to do some sleight of hand using the Zoom mechanism without having to be in front of the court? The only reason I mention this is because I know attorneys like to be demonstrative and put on the show sometimes, right. and they can't do that with the Zoom sometimes, so I'm curious if they come up with another method. Well, it cannot be done. Actually, I've, I'm continuing numerous cases because I want live testimony on motions. Right. Uh, they're just not going to work on Zoom meetings. It's just not. It's just I don't care what anybody says. It's not going to happen. So you can see there are some handcuffs and some restrictions in terms of the way we're doing business right now. No, no question about it. I mean, people are scared to come to. I, I, I listen. I would be too. I, if I got a jury summons, I wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't go. Richard Alexander, Trust Alexander Law, comes in all the time, gives me great information, helps me understand what's going on legally out there in the world. I want to thank him. I want he, Trust Alexander Law is the site. One more time, Richard, your social media accounts. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, uh, Instagram. He's out there, Richard yeah, out Alexander. There, get in touch with them for any of your legal needs. We got a break coming up. When we come back, we got Chuck Peterson in the studio right here in our Salem Media Group studios. Don't go anywhere. The Consumer Quarterback Show rolls on. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rags. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at consumerqb.com. That's right, consumerqb.com is the place to go to find out all our partners, all our sponsors, and even some great information about the Platinum MVP team. Uh, Brandon, as I said, has real estate for you, even in this time of low inventory. The sponsor for this segment is Replenish IV Solutions. You know, this is a very unique business. Been a sponsor on the show for a bunch of years now. If you're looking to feel energized, hydrated, replenished, they got a safe and effective way to restore your body's immune system. You know, they do directly into your system with an IV drip. Steve and Lisa Gunn, and uh, they'll come right to you. If you can't make it to one of their locations in the Bay Area, they'll come right to your business or home and kind of get your immune system all checked out with this latest uh, injection of positivity right into your bloodstream, as Brandon calls it, the Myers cocktail he gets. Well, it's vitamins, minerals, whatever you want to do to boost your immune system. Check them out online, replenishivsolutions.com. And we got a couple of properties, as because Brandon, of course, is a owner of the Platinum MVP team. And he always has me show a few properties for you. Any of the properties you hear pitched on the show today, you can get in touch with Brandon about. Let's see what Johnny's going to throw up on the screen for me right here. We got an opportunity for you in Palm Harbor. This is a 5-5 with a three-car garage, 4467 Glenbrook Lane in Palm Harbor. And it's got the updated kitchen, white cabinetry, really looks sharp, stainless steel appliances. It's a one-year-old roof. So Chuck's in the studio now. One year's, we're going. that thing's going to last for a while, Chuck. Yes, it is. Okay, that's a chance in Palm Harbor. If you want to get into Palm Harbor, give Brandon a call. Here's one in Clearwater, 1780 Clearwater Logo Road. This is a commercial opportunity. Again, Brandon has both commercial and residential. We've got a storefront for you, 12 parking spots right in a hot corner location, 5,200 square feet, 1780 Clearwater Logger Road. If you want a commercial opportunity in Clearwater, Brandon has got that for you. Don't leave money on the table. Get in touch with the Platinum MVP team. Brandon's got opportunities for you. As I mentioned before the break, Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roofing, was coming in. 
Chuck's been uh, running all around the area. What's going on with you today, Chuck? I'm just on the road, you know, uh, checking out properties. We do the residential and commercial, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm uh, doing a lot of commercial stuff today. We got beautiful sunny day, nice Ooh. cool out there. This is a good day to be up on the roof. Yes, it be. is. Our guys are loving it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, now, time change, so they don't have to work till nine o'clock at night. They're oh, they're done at five that. or six, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're pretty. Their production is doing pretty well right now. Now, can they find materials, Chuck? Because we all the stuff we're worried about finding plywood, finding shingles. Yep, it is a very difficult item to get right now. Okay, we're we're. Uh, we're struggling to get materials enough to do our big jobs. I was going to say, when you t- talk about a commercial job, a big apartment complex or something, mm-hmm. man, you got to have all that stuff rounded up ahead of time, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the one we're doing over in, in uh, Avito is 1,700 squares, uh, and we started it, I don't know, a week or two ago, and we still don't have enough shingles to even finish the job. We're still hunting shingles here, there, and yon. Is, is that the we big got, thing, shingles, or is the peeling sticks, uh, the whole, it, everything? It's, it's everything. Okay. It, the, it's, it, it's really the shingles, though. The, the manufacturers are just overwhelmed. Uh, we've got houses in Pensacola. You know, I think you and I talked about mm-hmm. last time that we've got maybe 10 houses up there, and, and we're waiting on shingles to get there, and we've been waiting probably three or four weeks for shingles to come in just to come in to get there. You said some of the manufacturers even restricted colors just trying to knock out the be- the easiest way they can to get as much out there. Yeah, true. They have. It's down to maybe three or four colors, really. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, Chuck, you guys with that GAF warranty, man, you're talking about 50 years on some of these shingles. Right. That is crazy. How's that been working out for yeah, you? Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, as a, as a homeowner, it's absolutely spectacular. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't go wrong. It's the best warranty in the in the business. It gives you fifty years on your shingles. Fifty years. Who's going to be yeah. in a house fifty years? Let alone <laughs> the shingles fifty years. Nobody. Wow. But it's transferable one time. So okay. you know, it's the first twenty five is non prorated labor and material. So if we put the shingles on wrong, or if the shingles delaminate or something, the first twenty five years, GAF pays a hundred percent to have it fixed. Okay. Uh, you know, and it's transferable. So if we do your house in five, ten years from now. You sell your house. It goes with the house. You know. Now, Chuck, you guys, in addition to doing great work with shingle roofs, you're doing metal roofs and ceramic tile, all the stuff everyone yep. can see out there. Yeah. When you do a big job like the the apartment complex you're talking about, is that a shingle operation over the, there? The one we're doing in Avito is shingles. The one we're doing in Seminoles is shingles. But we have done one in uh, Bonita Springs we just got done with a few months ago. It was completely tile. Okay. So the commercial jobs are just like the... The uh, just like the residential, we have crews that do anything. They're just much bigger crews. We put, uh, I think we put either twenty eight or thirty two guys wow. on that one in Navito. Wow. We've got twelve or fifteen guys on the one in Seminole. It's a little bit smaller. Uh, we got another one in Sarasota that we're going to start uh, the week after after uh, Thanksgiving. That we'll probably have maybe twelve guys on that one down there. This Chuck, one. We talk about what a beautiful day today is, but you guys have to kind of plan before you can do that tear to tear off because you know that the weather's got to cooperate. How do you know when you got a window long enough to get uh, in there and do what you got to do? All right. So how that works really is, of course, every morning we're up looking at the at the radar, hoping the weather guys are going to be somewhat accurate today. Uh, you know, if it's a shingle job, the reality is, uh, unless it's raining away or it's imminent that it's going to rain, you can, you can, you can usually work on a house with the shingle jobs. You could tear off little sections, okay. dry it back in, fix the wood, and then still have it watertight. If it's a flat deck, uh, like we talked about the TPO where you're mm-hmm. putting a pitch back on somebody's back patio or something like that, or, or if it's an apartment complex and it's all flat, if it's 30, 40% chance of rain that day, Anywhere in the day, then we're not working. Yeah, because you get stuck in the middle of that, and you got you problems. Can't you can't you can't seal a flat deck up like you can a shingle, or okay. or a tile or metal. You know the, those three, the underlayment, that peeling stick we always talk mm-hmm. about. 
we could take off a section of, of the house or, or the building and we could dry it back in and then we can go to the next section. So there's a way to do it and still keep it dry. But those flat decks, yeah, you know, they're they're not operational. It seems like I see that mostly in older Florida homes or the addition of a carport garage, some kind of back thing like that. Yeah, the lanai's that everybody has mm-hmm. on their back porch. You know, Why would they just put a little pitch or something on there, Chuck? Because the code didn't require it. Oh, okay. So the architects just specked it out just exactly what they wanted to put on, and that's what got put on. Boy, down here it's going to hold water, period. No, it's not just down here. So we're on the planet. You know, <laughs> that, that physics doesn't change what state we're in, but we, we're we going to put a pitch back on it so okay. that it runs off back you know and then if you need some gutters we'll put the gutters on because you have water coming off the edge of it now but yeah no good thing comes to have leaving water sitting on your on the back of your house i can imagine now uh i was going to ask you chuck goes all over the place in the state of florida when we have storms you know chuck's trying to get out there and help tarp folks up and get them get them in a position where they can save their house uh you go to all out of these storm damage areas have you seen somebody with solar panels just get them blown off the roof not really I was curious uh, yeah, just because yeah. Chuck's kind of his own solution for solar uh, guys out there. You want solar yeah. on your house. Listen to how a roofer is going to do it. Tell him, Yeah, Chuck. so so uh, even though the, the other ones, we don't see a ton of them tore off unless it's a, a major, major hurricane. Mm-hmm. But our solar panels, the ones most people that you see driving down the road are sitting on a rack. Sitting, you right. know, if you have a shingle roof, they drill through your shingles and put a rack on. And 12, then they 18 put the, inches off the surface of your roof. Right, like that. and then they put the panels on top of that. Our solar panels are going to sit right on your deck. So there's no shingle underneath your 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 solar panels. Right. You're not voiding any warranties. You're not doing anything, you know, that would compromise your roof after you already had a new roof put on. So ours goes right on the top of the deck, and then we shingle around it and seal it up, and it's about the height of a skylight. You know, we, I, I mentioned the the wind being a factor to blowing mm-hmm. them off, and that might not be the case as often as I thought it would be, but there's lots of birds and stuff that are going to nest under there, that's for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, there's always all kind of animals up underneath there. You know, and the ones that you're thinking of really are the rack systems mm-hmm. that you see sitting up on a lot of the commercial properties. You know, those get twisted around pretty good bit if it's a big storm. The houses, they're usually sitting pretty low, on the you know, off the roofs, but... They are, as soon as you have a penetration in the, that roof system, then you avoid that roof system's warranty. So you can be sure if you've got a 50-year warranty like Chuck has a GAF, you certainly don't want to mess that up. That's going to last as long as you own the house, most likely. It's right. going to outlast the house itself. Right. And and if we put the solar panels on the same time that we do the uh, the roof all at one time, then you get a 25-year, the same golden pledge from GAF because it's a GAF solar panel. Okay. It all goes together. So you Man, get a solar a deal. Yeah, you get a solar warranty and a roof warranty all together. Wow. Hey, Chuck, before you were talking about uh, hiring folks, how are you doing staffing-wise over there? Still hiring. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody has any interest in doing sales in the roofing industry or solar industry or doing production, if you're a production guy out there listening, right. driving home and – and you guys aren't busy. We're swamped. Now, you're all over the state, too, Chuck. Correct. Now, so if a folks, somebody living on the East Coast wants to get in touch with you? Yeah. I mean, if they just they can go on our website, really. It's, you know, it's the www.suncoastroofing.com okay. or our commercial site, suncoastroofingcommercial.com. And there's office numbers for each place. You just call that office number and say, I'd like to come you know, uh, see about getting a job, and we'll be glad to talk to you. We would love to. All right. A great place to work, I imagine, yeah. working for Chuck. We have Mary on the show all the time. It seems like a very good boss to work for. Yeah. So I yeah. imagine that'd be a good opportunity for folks out there. Now, uh, you know, we, being that it's uh, unbelievably Thanksgiving, and we're just getting over hurricane season, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to just see, Chuck, 
have you recall a storm? I mean, like I said, it's, it's Thanksgiving, and we're just now getting over hurricane season. Or hopefully, we're not uh, yeah. going to have any more. Believe it or not, there's another depression. Is that right? Out in the Gulf, unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, I know it, you've done this a while, and you're certainly aware of it because of your your job. Can you think of a season like this uh, before? Never, never. And I will say. We've had a ton of storms, and we did get a lot of rain out of some of those storms, mm-hmm. but we really dodged right. all the big stuff in the state of Florida go. Yeah. Right. You know, the, our our neighbors to the to the west over there in Louisiana yeah. and Texas and all through there, they got hammered up pretty good. But we dodged all the big bullets this year, in, even though it was, a, a, you know, a record-setting yeah. year. We got I, a lot of rain. I was down in Miami after that, uh, you know, storm a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. it was water everywhere. A lot of rain this year, but as far as real damage goes, we really dodged all the bullets. I agree because, uh, you know, when you see some of these folks in Louisiana, every two weeks, yeah. they're looking at some 50, 70 mile an hour winds. Even if they're just on the backside of one of these things, it's going to do damage. Yeah, and, and I mean, in Lake Charles got hit two times in six weeks. I mean, Jeez. right, a, a big hit, not a little hit. You know, it's just... When you're trying to dig out from one of these things and then the rain comes, uh, I mean, I think the flooding is what really crushes folks because you can you can yeah. kind of restore or rebuild if you want to in a hurry, but that flooding is just causes so much damage. Yes, it does. And, and that's one of the reasons that all those materials are so short everywhere right. because we've had, what, eight or ten actual storms hit the U.S., even though they haven't all been here. They've been up north and, and over west, but all that takes material to fix and it's just there's no more capacity to produce yeah it seems like this year we're hoarding everything man everyone's Ooh. out there trying to hoard everything they can get their hands on <laughs> yeah no question <laughs> Go, going to buy milk and plywood all the same day <laughs> all right chuck peterson suncoast roofing we're going to come into a break now we got more with chuck coming up and plus i got this feel-good story for you i'm telling you this guy had his dog a little puppy out by the water alligator uh, tried to come up and spoil his day he said not having that he just jumped in and took care of the situation we got some video for you We're going to tell you all about it don't go anywhere this is the consumer quarterback show hey this is grant cardone and you're listening to consumer quarterback show hosted by my friend brandon ryan do not touch that dial i'll come right through the radio and grab your throat to get in touch with brandon call 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. That's right. Give Brandon a call. He's got real estate opportunities for you, even this time of low inventory, and he's got great sponsorship. This segment is brought to you by Brothers Easy Moving. They're the official moving company of the Consumer Quarterback Show. They got to be that by moving Brandon himself. So they're out there moving Brandon's furniture at night and in the dark. I thought, man, these guys have earned it. They became the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show that night. They've got lots of Angie's List Super Service Awards, and you can check out all their five-star reviews at brotherseasymoving.com, local or long distance. Get in touch with Brothers to do a great job. All right, we got a last property of the show. Johnny's going to throw up on the screen for us. Again, if you're looking for real estate, Brandon's got both commercial and residential opportunities. Here's one to build your own dream home. Oh, no, we're going to go to Bel Air this time. In Bel Air, we've got a three, two and a half, two-car garage built in 2004. It's real close to the beaches. If you want to get down to the beach in Bel Air area, 422 Wildwood Way, Get in touch with Brandon and the Platinum MVP team. They've got real estate opportunities all over the Bay Area, both commercial and residential. Don't leave money on the table. All right, I've been dying to get to this story. It's a feel-good story. Brandon always wants us to keep you positive with some good stories. And I got one about a guy with his dog. He's out walking his dog. This happened right down the street in Florida here. So a Florida man saved his dog from the jaws of an alligator. It was all captured on video by a nearby wildlife camera. His name is Richard Wilbanks. You know, he didn't think twice about jumping in the water. When you watch the video, that's the part that amazes me. He, it, it might as well have just been he dropped his wallet. He just turned around and jumped in. So he j- jumps in the water, wrestles an alligator, because he's got a little puppy named Gunner. So he said, that, he, he said that alligator just came out like a missile. He said he had to pry open the alligator's mouth until he got the dog released. And the dog only had one little puncture wound. He said, my hands were chewed up. But I was able to save Gunner's life. So he learned a lesson. He says, I learned my experience. I'm not going to be walking him near the water anymore. And he's going to keep him always on a leash. If you have a dog in Florida, you know about this already. Now, we talked about this. In the state of Florida, if you're near any body of water that's fresh, you need to assume there's an alligator in that water. It could be a retention pond. It could be on the side of a golf course. Anywhere you got enough water to put an alligator, you can have one in there. So if you're walking your dog, be careful. They certainly are interested in grabbing your little puppy. So that was a great story. Feel good story I want to share with you just in case your dog gets grabbed by an alligator. Don't be afraid to jump in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chuck, he didn't even get a cigar. Look, he didn't get a cigar wet. Yeah, uh, sheesh. Yeah, he's the man. There's no question. <laughs> and, so, I, and I will say this. I travel all over the state, and and there's no doubt there's alligators everywhere. They sit out by the side of the road, by mm-hmm. the retention ponds, by the streams. Yeah. Man, you see them all the time. Yeah, and you know, it's, uh, in this time, now that we're particularly cold weather, but in no. the cooler seasons, they look like so harmless. They're docile. They're just sitting there. As soon as you get near them, they'll puff right up. So yeah. be very careful about going to pet an alligator. Yeah, there's, there's nothing nothing good going to come of that. Nothing. All right, Chuck. So we were talking roofing before the break and how uh, you know materials are getting hard to find. How long do you think uh, – do you have a season you can recall where we had an active storm season that caused scarcity in your supplies? How long it took to get everything back in the chain? Probably uh, when we had Matthew the first time, probably was that 2016? Mm-hmm. That was really the first time that, that Florida had a hurricane hit it in quite a while. And it got pretty pretty scarce there, you know, six, eight months after the storm because mm-hmm. we were pulling stuff in and another one came uh, up to North Carolina was pulling stuff out. But it was nothing like we're dealing with today. It's, it is it's really, really tight. If you had to say there was a season for roofing, in other words, a time of year when folks get their roofs done, it, what time of year is it when they try to do that job? I mean, this is, there's no real season for that anymore. I mean, we work straight through. Uh, I mean, we never stop. Okay. I will say if you have a flat roof, a flat deck roof of any type that's more than just your back porch, 
first quarter of the year is usually pretty good because it's not near as raining right. until March or April get here. Uh, you know, and then right here at the very end of the year, you know, you got we hadn't had a lot of rain this month or or we won't have much next month either. Those are the best times for those flat ones. But we do it all year long. I mean, we've got 150, 100, uh, who knows how many guys really okay. putting roofs on and they work every day. So they're all around the state. Suncoast yep. Roofing. You can check them out online. Suncoast is it SuncoastRoofing dot com? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, don't be confused because there's another Suncoast company out there. I saw so, you guys online. Yeah, there's a Suncoast Roofing Supply, okay. which is a huge national vendor. I got you. That we actually buy shingles from, uh, you know, around the state as well. Uh, really good company, but they're not us. <laughs> got you. And we want you to do business yeah. with Chuck over there at Suncoast Roofing. Yes, Drifting. we do. So now, uh, Chuck, you said apartment complexes. Yeah. How often does an apartment, you know, I think of a 30-year roof. I know that some folks yep. get more, some folks get less. In the commercial world, or when you do an apartment complex, are they going to get 30 years out of that roof? They're going to actually, uh, GAF has a program uh, just for the multifamily commercial properties, okay? Mm-hmm. So they'll get the same shingle you and I get on our houses. Okay. Uh, they don't get the 50-year warranty. They get a 40-year warranty. Okay. And they have some requirements for maintenance that uh, that everybody should do, but GAF requires the commercial and multifamily folks to do uh, maintenance annually to make sure your roof stays stays up. And it's really, uh, you know, I do, like I said, I do a lot of commercial uh, work, and it's a really good program for the for the complex because like the HOA. yeah because you and i are going to be on the board and we're going to vote for it but five years from now we might or might not live there but that board and that hoa are still there right, right. those buildings are still there and so if you're trying to maximize your dollar for your hoa or for your ownership of a, a apartment complex that warranty really helps out because I, you're covered no you're covered you know you say 40 years, it's, yeah. it's forever. And yeah. when I think of the sun down here on a shingle, I can't yeah. believe you get 20 years out of yeah. a shingle. 10 years even seems like a long time. It does. And, you know, back before they made the code changes, 10 and 15 was really running hard, you know, and there's still a lot of people who, who swear you won't get any more than 15. But the codes have changed such that the shingle manufacturers have had to improve the products to such a degree okay. that the manufacturers are putting their warranties out. You know, Owens Corning has a, has a warranty that's pretty long as well. Well, uh, the manufacturers are standing behind those warranties, and these these multi-billion dollar companies, they wouldn't put their name on something if they didn't think it was going to make mm-hmm. it, because they're not going to take a chance of losing money, right? Yeah. So the products are really, they're really much, much better, you know, than when, really than where you can buy anywhere else right. in the in the U.S. You, you have to have a stamped Florida product approved stamp bundle of shingles put on your house here, and you can go to Georgia and get a less, uh, less quality we'll say mm-hmm. shingle from the same manufacturer because the requirements are less oh i see in those in those areas i mean you can literally you know that's why they won't let you bring shingles that work in north south carolina georgia alabama into florida because mm. they won't make the wind loads they yeah. won't make the the process that needs to be done they're just not as good now when, when, when folks are going to go up on the roof and take a look around to see what is the signs that your shingles are aging you know they, they crack do you lose the grit on them or what is it yeah the granules okay yeah, so the granules granulation is going if you see stuff in your gutters and you guys should not be getting on your roofs looking around anyway okay. right <laughs> that's that's a that's job what, for, that's for, for yeah that's a job for the young guys that work for us right come out there and check that's it right. right however if you see granulation loading up in your gutters or at the bottom of your driveway when it runs off the mm-hmm. roof, that's a telling sign that your shingles are starting to come apart. Uh, you know, when we can get up there, we can look around. We'll see nail pops, and, you know, we can check the, the for the 
the sealant around your vents and your right. boots and all that kind of stuff. And for us to come look, do that, it's, it's free, yeah. right? I That's mean, a you great know, deal. You call the office and we'll come look at your roof, give you an evaluation right, right on the spot and tell you what we think. And, you know, if you need a new roof, we're going to give you a quote. And if you don't, we're just going to say, hey, you're probably good. Hey, Chuck, you know, we talk a lot about the age of the shingle. Mm -hmm. What about uh, install error? Say say someone has a shingle that just starts to peel back. Once you get that wind... It seems like man, it just goes real quick. Mm-hmm. Is there talk about how important it is to have a professional do your install? Yeah, because once once that seal is broken, where that shingle's now flopping around when the wind blows a pretty good bit, uh, the manufacturers uh, don't recommend you to reseal that shingle. Okay. Basically, there's a recommendation from every manufacturer out there that you can't reseal it to the wind load that is required to be in the state of Florida. So at that point, that has to be fixed, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, and and that happens when people are in a hurry and don't install right, or you know, or a big wind. You know, we get we get off the coast over here. We get wind sixty, seventy mile an hour. Yeah. you know, for an hour's worth of time. It's a thunderstorm thunder in the afternoon right, sometimes. Yeah, right, and it can blow those shingles loose. And you're looking around, you're going, oh, these they look like they're flopping around. Well, they probably are. When the rain comes and it's easy, it just blows right down That's and right. runs off, so you don't really realize it. But your your roof has been compromised at that point. Now, I didn't, I, again, I, I walked the roof, I checked, I, mm-hmm. I got shingles that are in good shape. What if I have a soft spot? I, do you guys got to do a full teardown to get in there? No, you can go in the attic and look. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be simple as uh, one of the clips between the, the pieces of plywood came apart. could be simple as they just made a space. This set of trusses was two foot wide and the rest of them are 19 instead of 24 mm-hmm. inches. These are 19 and... Then they got to the end of the house and they put one twenty four, so it doesn't have quite as much rigidity in gotcha. the in the plywood. Okay, uh, or it could just be the you know that side of the house just takes a beating on from the sun and the plywood heats and cools a lot and you don't have enough ventilation and your plywood is just not as rigid as it should be. Well, it's Chuck Peterson. He's our roofing expert. As you can see, he's got a wealth of knowledge in this area. I encourage all you folks. I know. I know uh, it's something you don't think about. You don't see your roof all the time. Get somebody to walk it because it, this is the time of year. If you're going to do something, we got a little dry spot right now. The yep. weather's real nice. If you're going to get some work done, get it done now. Hey, Chuck, what's the best way for folks to get you to come on out? Uh, they can. Can I give them my number? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's three eight six six nine zero three nine eight three. You can call me direct, and I can make sure that myself or one of the other guys on the team come out and hook you up all right chuck peterson suncoast Ruben, thanks so much for coming in another great show we had richard alexander here uh, before the break chuck's come in give us some great stuff and i want to caution you don't walk your dog near some body of water unless you're ready to jump in there and do something about it don't go anywhere and check out all our sponsors at the consumer qb site consumerqb.com You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.